Today, you are going to be hearing a sermon from one of our ministers here on staff. We hope this word blesses you, and remember that we love and appreciate your time here. Now, let's hear what the Lord has for you today. seated and so good to be here in the house of the Lord and we want to welcome you once again and if you're here for the very first time we thank you for joining us here if you're here for the first time could you just wave your hand in the air just so we can acknowledge you if there's anybody here today God bless you back there right there God bless you God bless you come on church let's give it up for our first time attenders good to have you here and uh, we have right outside the door, um, outside the entrance here, the, one of the beautifulest trees that you can get shade on. We have our, our care team there that will just um, speak to you and let you know of all the things that we do have uh, here at our church. Well, let's get right into the Word of God. We had such a powerful uh, conference. Can somebody say amen? And God just really showed up in our conferences, and in 2022, we, total, we had a total of, of nine conferences. Can, can you believe that? Nine conferences, and that totaled up to nine conferences, you know, through um, up north, central, and down south, so we just had an amazing time, and, you know, Pastor Ruben wants to thank all of the workers, all of those that uh, labored, all those that uh, worked tirelessly to just be a part of um, that conference. And um, our workers worked hard in all three locations. And I saw that firsthand with our, our group in, in Modesto. I mean, from the morning all the way into the evening. So um, they did an awesome job to keep it going. And then as well as all of our pastors preaching the word of God. So let's get right into the word of God. I want to speak to you on the subject, let's power up. Let's power up. Say that with me. Power up. We need to power up, and we have the right tools to be able to power up in the anointing and the power of God. Where we stand as a church, as a living word, family church, we have sensed and seen the move of God. And as we begin to trend out the year of 2022, Sometimes in our lives, we can encounter issues, we can encounter problems, we can also encounter fatigue. And when you're so busy throughout the year, and you, when you're constantly moving, sometimes you can experience a, a fatigue, spiritually a fatigue. But we're going to pray to God and believe in God that our that the momentum, the power, the, what we have been seeing throughout the last couple of months is that it will not die out because this power that we have and this anointing and the 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 the, the experience that we're beginning to that we have uh, uh, had throughout the beginning of the year up until 
until now has to carry on to 2023. It can't die down because the enemy doesn't die down. The enemy is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And I really believe as a church, uh, we all need uh, in the, the power. We all are in the need of God's power. We need the power of God to get us to the next day, to, to get us to the next hour for some of us, if I can honestly say. We need God's power. We need God's anointing to be in our lives. We need his power to live as Christians because as I said just a little while ago the enemy is out to kill steal and destroy to to attack you so that you don't move forward so you, you don't do anything for God and we need uh, his power to overcome uh, the the enemy uh, uh, that tries to attack your even your family not only you but your family because the enemy knows if he could take out your family he'll make you weak uh, to be able to give up of what God wants to do in your life we also need uh, his power to to reach the world that's what we're all about uh, our church living word family we're about what reaching the world and as pastor said uh, at the last night of a uh, conference uh, he understands we want to reach the world uh, but his vision right now because we know that it's here uh, that we need to reach every state uh, in the united states uh, we need a living word family church uh, and throughout the cross of America because why we need that things are taking place in this world today taking place in the United States where we need the power of God to be there all the power of God uh, that we need is available to us uh, because the question begins to ask ourselves, uh, where do I get this power? Uh, how can I connect to that power? Uh, how can I be excited like that person is excited? Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, if you tap into the power of God, uh, you tap into the power of the Holy Ghost, uh, oh, you better watch it. Uh, you'll be dancing on your way home. Let's read first out of the book of Acts chapter 4. And let's start in verse 31. And it says the words, and when they prayed, say prayed. The place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were filled in the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. And now the multitudes of those who believed were in one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of these things he possessed was his own. But they all had things, things in common. And with great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord and great grace upon them. So as, as I mentioned a little while ago is that all of us, all the power that we need is available to us. We read that in the book of Matthew chapter 28 verse 18 through 20. We have the promise of the power of the great commission where he says, where Jesus says, he said, he says, 
And Jesus says these words in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 and through 20. He says, Jesus came to speak unto them, saying, All power has given unto me in heaven on earth. And he, this is the direct words to us. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the Father, the Son, and what? The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, teaching them. Paul longed for the power of the resurrection. And us as a church... The early church talked about the, the, the power, how it changed the entire world. But us as a church, we have a great commission that we are able to tap into the power of God. But there are three things that us as a church that we have to do. Those three things that we have to do as a church, we have to pray, we have to love, and also witness. And that's what we want to talk about today. You okay with that? You okay with uh, powering up in the power of God? Are you okay with power? Powering up in the Holy Ghost and love and witness. Because uh, I believe with all of my heart that as what we have been experiencing, what we have been going through, uh, it, it comes from God. Jesus Christ himself uh, understanding that these disciples, they experience uh, the power of God. As they were walking with Jesus, they, they saw uh, what Jesus could do as he would lay hands on the sick, they would get healed, laid hands on the blind, and they would be able to see lay hands on the lame and they would be able to walk uh, see these disciples uh, experience uh, something that was great these disciples understood this uh, but I believe that the greatest miracle that these disciples saw is that the resurrection of Jesus Christ uh, that when he was out and put out uh, when he was hung on the cross and they said he was dead uh, but on the third day uh, Jesus resurrected from the grave uh, they didn't understand all this they didn't understand what was taking place but when they saw Jesus face to face they realized that there was power in the name of Jesus and I'm here today to tell you I don't know what you're facing and I don't know what you're going through but I sense a spiritual fatigue in our lives but if we tap into prayer we tap into love and we tap into the power of the Holy Ghost uh, you all better watch out uh, because it's like electrifying. Uh, it's like uh, shocking your body. Uh, it's like jump-starting uh, another car to start up again. Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, that the power of God uh, is in this place uh, to resurrect uh, our dry bones, uh, to resurrect us from whatever what we're going through in our lives. The power of God is so powerful. When you're weak and you're tired, just the other day as we were coming back from, from conference and driving from, from Modesto and going to work the very next day, I was texting my wife. She's like, how are you feeling? I said, I feel so messed up. It was like a fatigue that just hit me. Like it just like it just hit me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I was like, coffee wasn't doing anything. You ever have those days? Am I the only one? I'll preach to that person back there that's waving his hand like, man, that's me. 
But deep down inside as I was there, deep down inside I knew it was a Thursday night. Deep down inside of me I knew that I had to pray underneath my breath to say, God, get me through these next three hours because when I get home, I'm picking up the family and we're going to church to sing, praise, and worship the Lord. I was like a new man again. You see, that's what the power of God does, folks. When you tap into the power of God, when you tap into the power of the Holy Spirit, something begins to shift in your lives. This is the first thing that we see. First thing that we have to do, let's power up in prayer. What I love about our pastor is that he is a prayer warrior. He's constantly praying. Prayer is what, what begins to uh, uh, give you like the energy uh, that you need in your life. Because what the devil does to you, when he tries to make you weak and tries to make you feel really fatigued in your life, he'll stop you from praying. It's the first thing that he'll do. Have you ever realized that you said, I'm going to go ahead and pray at night, I'm going to pray in the morning? Have you ever realized that you didn't yawn at all before you said that, but the moment that you say you're going to pray and you pray, you're starting to yawn? It's like you didn't yawn all day, and you said, I'm going to go ahead and pray, and I'm going to, you know. I love what verse 31 says, paraphrase, it says, and when they had prayed. It says, when they had prayed. I'm here today to tell you is that every one of us in this room here today is not tapped into the, into the power. I know that may have offended you, but I'm here today to tell you is that we need people in the church, a living word family, that, that we exercise prayer, that we exercise uh, what God has given us to pray because your neighbor may feel super tired, super going through it in their lives, uh, but when they feel the power and the anointing of prayer uh, coming through the atmosphere in your chair and in your role, it begins to do something. Uh, it says in verse 31, uh, and when they prayed, uh, and it says something very powerful, it says the place uh, was shaken the place was shaken oh god could you imagine that this church here today when we prayed and we seek god and we shouted to god with all we got from our gut all the way from our vocal cords could you imagine that these chandeliers would be shaken because of our prayer because we tapped into the power of god i thought that would get you excited i thought that would get you to Clap your hands and say, God, let the power of prayer begin to manifest in this room. Prayer. This place was shaken. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. That's amazing. Because this message is clear. It says power comes where? Through prayer. So if there's anything that you want to tap into power, if there's anything that you want to begin to get started, it's like jumper cables. Uh, the only way that that dead battery is going to get charged, the only way that that dead battery is going to go ahead and get a, get a, a little start uh, is that the jumper cables that's on the 
dead battery has to connect to the live battery. And the moment that it begins to connect, something begins to happen. It may take a while for it to start. It may take a while. It may take a couple of minutes. But I'm here today to tell you, when you begin to tap into prayer, the power of God, it may not come out all of the that you want to. Tongues may not come out. Spirit of God may not take out. It may be simply, thank you, God. Thank you, God. God, come into me, God. God, help me, God. But all of a sudden, in the matter of minutes, something begins to take place in your life. If you pray long enough, the power of God will begin to shake in your soul. See, these disciples asked the Lord to teach them to pray. Luke 11, verse 1 says, And they came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he sees, one of the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us, as John also taught his disciples to pray. See, I'm here today to tell you, we're all taught many different things in life, all techniques. I'm a simple man when it comes to prayer. Not long-winded prayer. I just love to just get right into it. God, help me there. Boom. Many of us taught in certain ways, many traditions, different types of ways, but I've learned in Christianity, I've learned in just being in church long enough and tapping into the right mentors and, and folks is that we learn to pray by just asking God big things. Well, wait a minute, Pastor. Are you, you, you're saying we, we, we're tapping into prosperity. It's okay to be blessed. I just lost some of you. I don't know why. See, I don't serve a little God. I don't serve a little mini, teeny, weeny God. I serve a big God. So when I say, God, I need a big miracle, I need a big miracle, God. Uh, it may not be in his timing, but I know that my God can do it. See, it was impossible for what people saw that Jesus was hung on the cross and that he died. They thought he was done. The devil thought he was done. He should have knew better than that. Because something big took place on the third day. Resurrection, am I right? The power of God, it just took place. See, praying brings the power of the Holy Spirit in you. God, I remember the very first time as a teenager, my young teenager life being filled with the Holy Spirit. I, Because I would, uh, you know, I'm a PK kid. Those are my mom and dad right there, if you don't know that. They're always praying. My mom and dad are always praying. My mom prays in the car, prays cooking, prays cleaning. I mean, she prays all the time. She's probably praying right now that I don't fall off this step right now. But that's, that's who she is. She prays. But I remember the first encounter that I had uh, with uh, speaking in tongues as a young teenager. Uh, I mean, I was praying. We used to have a long bathroom, uh, a long hallway bathroom like this. And I remember just uh, going in the bathroom and just praying and seeking God uh, and praying and praying and praying because I didn't want to lose it. Uh, prayer brings power 
power of the Holy Spirit in you. See, when you have it as a parent, you have it as a dad, when you have it uh, as just as a, 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 a Christian, uh, you need to begin to exercise uh, the prayer of the Holy Spirit uh, because the enemy doesn't know what you're speaking. Uh, the enemy doesn't know what you're praying, uh, but God does. Uh, when you pray in the Spirit, when you begin to pray in the power of the Holy Ghost, uh, something begins to shift in the atmosphere. Prayer brings boldness in telling others about Jesus Christ. The second thing that we must do, and it's very important us as a church, because I believe we're God, I say this over and over, and I speak to pastor about this all the time, is that we're just in, in the beginning stages of something great that's about to happen to Living Word La Mirada. I'm going to rephrase that because it didn't sound like you heard it. Because if you're a living word family and you're a living word part of this church, you need to be excited. I believe we're in the beginning stages of what God is about to do in the living word La Mirada Church. And the second thing that we must do is that we need to power up with love. Say love. We need to power up in love. That's exactly what we got to do is that we need to put our differences aside and love one another. They were with one heart and one soul, verse 32 says. Verse 32 says that they were with one heart and one soul. That is uh, us fellowshipping together, uh, us as a church building uh, each other up, encouraging one another. When you don't see somebody for a long time, give them a call, text them, say, hey, what's going on? This is what we do uh, to continue to build what God wants to do in our church so as a church we must be able to power up in love and in spirit and in soul because that's what we do tomorrow's one of those outreaches that we do it's not that we celebrate halloween what we do is we reach out to our community Letting them know that there is a church that loves them. Letting them know that there's a community church here that cares and loves them. And will you be part of that to come and usher and, uh, and encourage and uh, to be able to acknowledge our community? See, that's what we do as a church. When you come to church, you come to outreach, when you come to these functions, uh, it's building up uh, what God wants to do in our church. Uh, and what I love about uh, powering up in love, uh, love forgives and breaks down the barriers. One clap, it's okay. Because we got to overlook the things that offended you. Love forgives. It breaks down all of the barriers. It breaks down all of the things that, that come our way. Because I said this at conference, we live in a world today that we're easily offended. Not just in church, but even in drive-thru. It's like, why did they take long with my food? They just gave his food like super fast. Well, what is it? Is it because of the way I look, my car? What is it? We're easily offended. And we bring that into church. 
And it's very important for us as church members, it's very important that, that we begin to say, love forgives. I forget what that person did to me five years ago. I forget that he didn't want to shake my hand five years ago. Oh, what we got to do is begin to love and be able to, to appreciate love's looks for the best in our brothers and our sisters. That's what love does. Every now and then, every now and then, it's very good for us to encourage our brothers and our sisters. I love when Pastor takes the pulpit when he preaches. He looks at us and he goes, you guys all look nice. It's good to be among the living. Do you know what he's saying? He says, none of you look dead. That's encouraging. When he says it, I'm like, that's right. What's up? That's what we got to be, encouraging one another, praising one another. Man, when I like a song and, they, and it's a new song and they, and they killed it, I'm like, damn, that's the, that's the way I like it. I'll text Raul right there when he's playing songs and he'll play the guitar and go like that. <laughs> got you. Like the other day, I was watching our service on, online from, from um, Sunday and Brother Mondo sang a part, and I, was, I, I said, man, you did good, man. I was like, man, he choked that microphone, but it was good. That's how strong he is. Because we all want to be lifted, don't we? And doesn't it feel good? Because we're waiting at the door to be uplifted. Do you know that the person at the door is waiting for you to acknowledge them? Love is caring for others in the church love produces a passion for the loss in our community because let me tell you something when we have a loving church and we have the power of love you know who senses it from day one is the visitors they'll walk into the church and go whoa where did i just walk into because we know how it feels to walk into tension right you go in that break room and you feel tension. You're like, oh, God, did I just, did I just ruin your conversation? You ever, you ever been there before? You're like, oh, God, okay, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll leave. We don't ever want to make any visitors feel that way. We don't want to make any visitors feel that way. We don't want to make any new family, any new mom or dad that's going through a difficult time in their lives uh, to feel that they're, that like, wow, you know, they don't really care about me. No, we should be able to be the first ones uh, to love them, care for them, uh, reach out to them, uh, be able to love and, and, and just embrace them. They should be able to walk into this building take their kids to nursery and go, wow, nobody ever wants my kid. <laughs> wow, these ushers are amazing. The last thing that we must do, and I love this, love powers up by witnessing, telling. We see in verse 33, it says, with great power, gave the apostles witness. What I love about this is that each and one of us are a witness. Each and one of us are a witness. 
And what I love about this is as a church and us as a, as a Christian and us as, as that have the power of God in us, people should be able to see something different in us. See, if you tell people that you're a Christian and you tell people you go to church, you better act like it. Because they're watching us. If they see us all mad and all bitter every morning, like, oh, my God, and he has Jesus? I don't want to go to his church. <laughs> but if they see joy, they see what you're going through, they see whatever's going on in your life, but they see a smile, they see, they see a spark in you, they're going to go, man, I want what they got these praying and loving people became powerful witness to what jesus did on that cross they witnessed the power of the cross of the resurrection of jesus christ and what began to take place is that evangelism take, took place uh, that that something began to happen when they experienced the power of the resurrection of jesus christ uh, they became different disciples they became different people uh, they began to have an encounter with god uh, in the upper room being filled with the power of the holy ghost uh, you see when you experience the power of God experience prayer experience love now the power of witness begins to come upon your life because people begin to say wow I remember when he was a drug addict I remember when he was a dope fiend he's different he's something different and I'll go even a little bit deeper I remember when he was just a grouch but now he's happy he's excited you see when when the, when the power of God comes in your life, uh, you begin to be a witness for what God wanted you and created you to be. See, evangelism is the greatest need of our time. It is. Can I be a little bit blunt? Some churches today are weak and sad and lukewarm because they don't do any witnessing for God. We come to a place where we just expect people to come to our church. See, coming to church was the last thing on your mind to come to church. Am I right? Someone had to beg you. Someone had to ring your phone until you were like, what do you want? Okay, I'll go. Just leave me alone and I'll go with you. But something happened that day that you entered in the house of God. See, we can't be that church. We need to be a church that's alive. Isn't that what our name is? Living Word. The living Word is in us. The power of God is living in us. See, a witnessing church, our powerful force of God. That's what verse 33 says. 
Witnessing Christians are a powerful force for God. That's what God wants us to do. That's who God wants us to be. As I wrap this up, consider the victory of the early church. When you tap into the word of God and you see what the early church did, just don't go and say, oh, that was back then. Only that could happen in the upper room. Only that can take place there. No. When you tap into the power of prayer, love, and witnesses, the devil better watch out. The devil better back off. Because when we tap into these things, folks, when we tap into these things, three things, folks, something will shift in the atmosphere. Something will take place in your life. Something will take place in your marriage. Something will take place in everything that we do. Because that is what's so great with God. That is what is so powerful of literally what God can do in your life. When you tap into the power of God, when you tap into the power, when you tap into this power. I believe with all of my heart, I said this at the beginning. Something's about to birth in our church. Something is shifting. And the only way that that can take place and the only way that that can be birthed is by all of us tapping in into that power, into it. And when we do, we're going to look back and say, wow, God, wow. Is this all it took, God, is for us to tap into the power? Is this all it took to get into it? Is this all we had to do, God? It's simple. It's basic. But I'm here today to tell you that we can do it. When we do it, folks, uh, the power of God will begin to manifest and take place in our lives today. Let's stand to our feet today. Father, we love you. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your power. We thank you, God, for your power, your grace, your mercy. 